the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-8192. That's 800-600-8192. 800-600-8192. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Talk more about this uh, and about the overall issues concerning the repeal of Obamacare with Congressman and Dr. Michael Burgess. He has represented the 26th District of the great state of Texas since 2003, currently serving on the prestigious House Energy and Commerce Committee and as chairman of the Subcommittee on Commerce, Manufacturing and Trade, also a member of the Rules Committee. Dr. Burgess founded and is currently serving as co-chair of the Congressional Health Caucus. Congressman, welcome back to the Salcedo Show. Well, Chris, thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. It's a great, great pleasure to talk with you. Uh, first off, uh, let's talk about the, the health care law that's being debated right now uh, inside of this inside of the Senate. Let me just let me just be plain. You know that I am I'm very much against the idea of replace. I'm all for repeal, but I think any replace effort ought to have a sunset provision so that the, re- the repeal effort allows us to restore the free market and then government gets out of the way. Give me your honest appraisal. Do you think I'm going to get my wish or have Senate Republicans and a majority of the, the congressional uh, Repu- uh, the, the House Republicans, have they conceded that we need an entitlement here? No to the last part of your question, but also, okay. unfortunately, no to the first part of your statement as well. That is a sunset provision included in the law. But this is what I want to stress to you, Chris, and I I know I get a lot of criticism from people who say, oh, this is not going far enough. The the bill that we passed out of the House, I I just printed off the Senate bill. It's only 170-odd pages, so I expect to be able to read through it before the the day ends. Uh, But I suspect it did not get more conservative as it went through the Senate process. That's just the way things are. But I will tell you this. This is the first step of many steps. It's the first step down the path of accomplishing what you are requesting, which is bringing back more market sensitivity to our health care system, which, of course, was completely lost with the passage of, of the Affordable Care Act. This is the first step of many, and there will be there will be some measures that continue to be under reconciliation, that continue to be partisan exercises. There will be some that will be bipartisan. There are things in the Affordable Care Act that Democrats don't like that they would want us to repeal. So I say, fine, give them their chance, and we will have those repeal votes on other aspects. This is the first step. This is not the conclusion. When Obamacare passed, that was it. There, there was no more discussion of health care. We had finished health care for time immemorial. Well, now with the passage of this bill, whenever it happens this week, next week, or the week after, it is the beginning of the process of undoing that, and it does move to accomplish what you wish, which is provide some market sensitivity into the health care into the healthcare marketplace. Somewhat, uh, Congressman, you know that the Republicans are victims of the last eight years, uh, and the the distrust of government when uh, the other party ran things has reached record highs. Poll after poll after poll shows that faith in America's institutions, when the Democrat Party ran things and, and arguably ran it into the ground, this whole idea that you're talking about of, of trust me government 
is is completely you can understand people's skepticism yes sure which is why i would just submit which is why it is critical that even though it's not perfect even though it does not accomplish the entire end game that you laid out it is important to get started down that path and how uncomfortable is it that six months after receiving the senate the house and the white house uh we had 14 congressional review acts that were signed by the president which were all important and I, i'm i'm grateful that those passed but the big the big ticket pieces of legislation are still bottled up in the legislative process and that's unacceptable we have now, a president you, who wants to work with us and yeah. we won't work and send him the work product that is you unacceptable men- you mentioned 107 pages really quickly uh what provisions did, did you did you go hmm i wonder what that's all about because you said it's less conservative than the house version what's giving yeah. you pause just by your your quick browsing of the bill well, I, I, I literally just got it off the printer when I had to walk over here to uh, to make this call. So, I, um, th- there are I'm sure there are things that are going to concern me. There's, there's just no question about that. We, we talked about uh, on the, you know, there are so few moving parts under reconciliation, and I know people don't want to hear about reconciliation in Senate procedure. I don't like to talk about it. Uh, Tom Delay once warned me you can never. You can never legislate from the House side trying to legislate to Senate rules. But still, that's, uh, that's kind of the world we're in right now. So the only moving parts were the taxes, the mandates, uh, to some degree the Medicaid expansion. So those are the things that are going to be, uh, those are the things that are going to be adjusted, if you will, to, uh, to get the Senate votes, to get the CBO score, to get the House votes. Those are the things that are going to be adjusted. You will see significant activity next week. The Senate will go through an almost 24-hour uh, um, markup in the whole Senate, in the Senate floor, where any wow. Senate can offer, any senator can offer an amendment. So there will, you know, the people say, "Oh, you're not given enough time." There's going to be a lot of time for people to offer amendments, and there'll be some amendments that uh, will be uncomfortable for people to vote against in their representing their states. But that is uh, that in the end product. Remember, still has to pass the House after it gets done over there, or we sure. work on it and change it and send it back to them. All right, Congressman and Dr. Michael Burgess, our guest right now here on the Chris Salcedo Show, folks. Let me change uh, topics here because uh, the violent atmosphere up on Capitol Hill uh, has has taken the, the nation's attention since the shooting last week. Uh, a crazed Bernie Sanders supporter targeting to kill uh, members of your party, sir, of the Republican Party. Yep. Scott Pelley, a former uh, anchor with CBS uh, Evening News, blamed yep. the GOP for that crazed liberal shooting at them. James Devine, a Democrat strategist, says uh, that uh, folks should hunt the GOP. The liberal group Antifa is calling for violence against Trump supporters and capitalists. And of course, the shooter, Hodgkinson, uh, his unhinged rampage. I want to play something for you from your colleague Jason Chaffetz from from his office this morning. Have a listen to this. Yes, sir. We're going to hunt your down. It's Jason Chaffetz. We the people think that the best solution is to kill you. You have only yeah. brought pain and suffering to the world. Let us pray. God Almighty, please let someone kill Jason Chaffetz very soon. Now, he went on to say that those people should be found and prosecuted. First off, I want to ask you, have you received death threats in your office? And have they been investigated? And have those individuals been prosecuted? Uh, yes to all of the above, but nothing recently. Okay. All right. And what is your opinion on the growing toxicity of our politics? 
Well, it's our, you know, our politics has always been uh, historically that there's there's always been a, a pretty robust discussion. It has changed since the uh, the president was inaugurated, and it's almost as if there was permission given to one side to be uh, to, to veer into territory that you and I would never find acceptable in our political discourse. And I I agree that that needs to change, and and I think I'd, I'd respectfully disagree with Mr. Pelly and think I would be happy to tell him that he's wrong. Uh, the I do not understand why the tape that Jason, Mr. Chaffetz uh, prepared and, and submitted was not uh, one that someone thought needed to be investigated. I suspect that likely will be rethought in the in the next yeah. hours uh, now that he's made that public. Um, I'll just tell you when I have had situations where someone will call up and say, you ought to be killed, uh, but if they don't say, I'm going to kill you, then they, there's no action taken. And I, that may be too loose an interpretation of federal law. The sergeant-at-arms has encouraged us to, to bring things forward if we're concerned about them. And, and I think that's the right response. I do want to stress, I don't think we deserve any other additional protection than anyone else, and we ought to follow the laws of the land. Uh, I'd like to see reciprocity from concealed carry from states that allow it. But as yep. far as a carve-out from members of Congress, I don't think we should give us a special deal. All right, Congressman Michael Burgess, everybody, 26th Congressional District, sir. appreciate your time. As always, when they start marking up that bill next week, we might want to get you back on. Always appreciate Absolutely. the time you give us here. I'm All at right. your disposal anytime. Thank you.